Registration. In all countries where the Berne Convention standards apply, copyright is automatic and need not be obtained through official registration with any government office. Once an idea has been reduced to tangible form, for example by securing it in a fixed medium, such as a drawing, sheet music, photograph, a videotape, or a computer file, the copyright holder is entitled to enforce their exclusive rights. However, while registration is not needed to exercise copyright, in jurisdictions where the laws provide for registration, it serves as prima facie evidence of a valid copyright and enables the copyright holder to seek statutory damages and attorney's fees. In the U.S., registering after an infringement only enables one to receive actual damages and lost profits. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. A widely circulated strategy to avoid the cost of copyright registration is referred to as the poor man's copyright. It proposes that the creator send the work to themselves in a sealed envelope by registered mail, using the postmark to establish the date. This technique has not been recognized in any published opinions of the United States courts. The United States Copyright Office says the technique is not a substitute for actual registration. The United Kingdom Intellectual Property Office discusses the technique and notes that the technique, as well as commercial registries, does not constitute dispositive proof that the work is original or establish who created the work. Fixing The Berne Convention allows member countries to decide whether creative works must be fixed to enjoy copyright. Article 2, Section 2 of the Berne Convention states, It shall be a matter for legislation in the countries of the Union to prescribe that works in general or any specified categories of works shall not be protected unless they have been fixed in some material form. Some countries do not require that a work be produced in a particular form to obtain copyright protection. For instance, Spain, France, and Australia do not require fixation for copyright protection. The United States and Canada, on the other hand, require that most works must be fixed in a tangible medium of expression to obtain copyright protection. U.S. law requires that the fixation be stable and permanent enough to be perceived, reproduced or communicated for a period of more than transitory duration. Similarly, Canadian courts consider fixation to require that the work be expressed to some extent at least in some material form, capable of identification and having a more or less permanent endurance. Note this provision of U.S. law, Section C, Effect of Burn Convention. No right or interest in a work eligible for protection under this title may be claimed by virtue of, or in reliance upon, the provisions of the Burn Convention, or the adherence of the United States thereto. Any rights in a work eligible for protection under this title that derive from this title, other federal or state statutes, or the common law, shall not be expanded or reduced by virtue of, or in reliance upon, the provisions of the Berne Convention, or the adherence of the United States thereto. Copyright Notice Before 1989, United States law required the use of a copyright notice, consisting of the copyright symbol, the abbreviation COPR period, or the word copyright, followed by the year of the first publication of the work, and the name of the copyright holder. Several years may be noted if the work has gone through substantial revisions. 
The proper copyright notice for sound recordings of musical or other audio works is a sound recording copyright symbol, which indicates a sound recording copyright, with the letter P indicating a finari chord. In addition, the phrase all rights reserved was once required to assert copyright, but that phrase is now legally obsolete. Almost everything on the internet has some sort of copyright attached to it. Whether these things are watermarked, signed, or have any other sort of indication of the copyright is a different story however. In 1989 the United States enacted the Berne Convention Implementation Act, amending the 1976 Copyright Act to conform to most of the provisions of the Berne Convention. As a result, the use of copyright notices has become optional to claim copyright, because the Berne Convention makes copyright automatic. However, the lack of notice of copyright using these marks may have consequences in terms of reduced damages in an infringement lawsuit, using notices of this form may reduce the likelihood of a defense of innocent infringement being successful. Enforcement. Copyrights are generally enforced by the holder in a civil law court, but there are also criminal infringement statutes in some jurisdictions. While central registries are kept in some countries which aid in proving claims of ownership, registering does not necessarily prove ownership, nor does the fact of copying, even without permission, necessarily prove that copyright was infringed. Criminal sanctions are generally aimed at serious counterfeiting activity, but are now becoming more commonplace as copyright collectives such as the RIAA are increasingly targeting the file-sharing home internet user. Thus far, however, most such cases against file-sharers have been settled out of court. In most jurisdictions the copyright holder must bear the cost of enforcing copyright. This will usually involve engaging legal representation, administrative or court costs. In light of this, many copyright disputes are settled by a direct approach to the infringing party in order to settle the dispute out of court. By 1978, the scope was expanded to apply to any expression that has been fixed in any medium, this protection granted automatically whether the maker wants it or not, no registration required. Copyright Infringement For a work to be considered to infringe upon copyright, its use must have occurred in a nation that has domestic copyright laws or adheres to a bilateral treaty or established international conventions such as the Berne Convention or WIPO Copyright Treaty. Improper use of materials outside of legislation is deemed unauthorized addition, not copyright infringement. Statistics regarding the effects of copyright infringement are difficult to determine. Studies have attempted to determine whether there is a monetary loss for industries affected by copyright infringement by predicting what portion of pirated works would have been formally purchased if they had not been freely available. Other reports indicate that copyright infringement does not have an adverse effect on the entertainment industry, and can have a positive effect. In particular, a 2014 university study concluded that free music content, accessed on YouTube, does not necessarily hurt sales, instead has the potential to increase sales. According to the IP Commission report the annual cost of intellectual property theft to the U.S. economy continues to exceed $225 billion in counterfeit goods, pirated software, and theft of trade secrets and could be as high as $600 billion. A 2019 study sponsored by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Global Innovation Policy Center, GIPC, in partnership with NERA Economic Consulting estimates that global online piracy costs the U.S. economy at least $29.2 billion in lost revenue each year. An August 2021 report by the Digital Citizens Alliance states that online criminals who offer stolen movies, TV shows, games, and live events through websites and apps are reaping $1.34 billion in annual advertising revenues. 
This comes as a result of users visiting pirate websites who are then subjected to pirated content, malware, and fraud. Rights granted. According to the World Intellectual Property Organization, copyright protects two types of rights. Economic rights allow right owners to derive financial reward from the use of their works by others. Moral rights allow authors and creators to take certain actions to preserve and protect their link with their work. The author or creator may be the owner of the economic rights or those rights may be transferred to one or more copyright owners. Many countries do not allow the transfer of moral rights. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Economic rights. With any kind of property, its owner may decide how it is to be used, and others can use it lawfully only if they have the owner's permission often through a license. The owner's use of the property must, however, respect the legally recognized rights and interests of other members of society. So the owner of a copyright-protected work may decide how to use the work, and may prevent others from using it without permission. National laws usually grant copyright owners exclusive rights to allow third parties to use their works, subject to the legally recognized rights and interests of others. Most copyright laws state that authors or other right owners have the right to authorize or prevent certain acts in relation to a work. Right owners can authorize or prohibit reproduction of the work in various forms, such as printed publications or sound recordings, distribution of copies of the work, public performance of the work, broadcasting or other communication of the work to the public, translation of the work into other languages, and Adaptation of the work, such as turning a novel into a screenplay. Moral rights. Moral rights are concerned with the non-economic rights of a creator. They protect the creator's connection with the work as well as the integrity of the work. Moral rights are only accorded to individual authors and in many national laws they remain with the authors even after the authors have transferred their economic rights. In some EU countries, such as France, moral rights last indefinitely. In the UK, however, Moral rights are finite. That is, the right of attribution and the right of integrity last only as long as the work is in copyright. When the copyright term comes to an end, so too do the moral rights in that work. This is just one reason why the moral rights regime within the UK is often regarded as weaker or inferior to the protection of moral rights in continental Europe and elsewhere in the world. The Berne Convention, in Article 6 bis, requires its members to grant authors the following rights. The right to claim authorship of a work, sometimes called the right of paternity or the right of attribution, and the right to object to any distortion or modification of a work or other derogatory action in relation to a work, which would be prejudicial to the author's honor or reputation, sometimes called the right of integrity. These and other similar rights granted in national laws are generally known as the moral rights of authors. The Berne Convention requires these rights to be independent of authors' economic rights. Moral rights are only accorded to individual authors and in many national laws they remain with the authors even after the authors have transferred their economic rights. This means that even where, for example, a film producer or publisher owns the economic rights in a work, in many jurisdictions the individual author continues to have moral rights. 
Recently, as a part of the debates being held at the U.S. Copyright Office on the question of inclusion of moral rights as a part of the framework of the copyright law in the United States, the Copyright Office concluded that many diverse aspects of the current moral rights patchwork, including copyright law's derivative work right, state moral rights statutes, and contract law, are generally working well and should not be changed. Further, the Office concludes that there is no need for the creation of a blanket moral rights statute at this time. However, there are aspects of the U.S. moral rights patchwork that could be improved to the benefit of individual authors and the copyright system as a whole. The copyright law in the United States, several exclusive rights are granted to the holder of a copyright, as are listed below. Protection of the work To determine and decide how, and under what conditions, the work may be marketed, publicly displayed, reproduced, distributed, etc. to produce copies or reproductions of the work and to sell those copies including, typically, electronic copies to import or export the work. To create derivative works. Works that adapt the original work to perform or display the work publicly. To sell or cede these rights to others. To transmit or display by radio, video or internet. The basic right when a work is protected by copyright is that the holder may determine and decide how and under what conditions the protected work may be used by others. This includes the right to decide to distribute the work for free. This part of copyright is often overseen. The phrase exclusive right means that only the copyright holder is free to exercise those rights, and others are prohibited from using the work without the holder's permission. Copyright is sometimes called a negative right as it serves to prohibit certain people, for example, readers, viewers, or listeners, and primarily publishers and would-be publishers, from doing something they would otherwise be able to do, rather than permitting people, for example, authors, to do something they would otherwise be unable to do. In this way it is similar to the unregistered design right in English law and European law. The rights of the copyright holder also permit him or her to not use or exploit their copyright, for some or all of the term. There is, however, a critique which rejects this assertion as being based on a philosophical interpretation of copyright law that is not universally shared. There is also debate on whether copyright should be considered a property right or a moral right. UK copyright law gives creators both economic rights and moral rights. While copying someone else's work without permission may constitute an infringement of their economic rights, that is, the reproduction right or the right of communication to the public, whereas, mutilating it might infringe the creator's moral rights. In the UK, moral rights include the right to be identified as the author of the work, which is generally identified as the right of attribution, and the right not to have your work subjected to derogatory treatment, that is the right of integrity. Indian copyright law is at parity with the international standards as contained in TRIPS. The Indian Copyright Act, 1957, pursuant to the amendments in 1999, 2002 and 2012, fully reflects the Berne Convention and the Universal Copyright Convention to which India is a party. India is also a party to the Geneva Convention for the Protection of Rights of Producers of Phonograms, and is an active member of the World Intellectual Property Organization, WIPO and United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization, UNESCO. The Indian system provides both the economic and moral rights under different provisions of its Indian Copyright Act of 1957. Duration Copyright subsists for a variety of lengths in different jurisdictions. The length of the term can depend on several factors, including the type of work, for example musical composition, novel, whether the work has been published, and whether the work was created by an individual or a corporation. 
In most of the world, the default length of copyright is the life of the author plus either 50 or 70 years. In the United States, the term for most existing works is a fixed number of years after the date of creation or publication. Under most countries' laws, for example, the United States and the United Kingdom, copyrights expire at the end of the calendar year in which they would otherwise expire. The length and requirements for copyright duration are subject to change by legislation, and since the early 20th century there have been a number of adjustments made in various countries, which can make determining the duration of a given copyright somewhat difficult. For example, the United States used to require copyrights to be renewed after 28 years to stay in force and formally required a copyright notice upon first publication to gain coverage. In Italy and France, there were post-war time extensions that could increase the term by approximately six years in Italy and up to about 14 in France. Many countries have extended the length of their copyright terms, sometimes retroactively. International treaties establish minimum terms for copyrights, but individual countries may enforce longer terms than those. In the United States, all books and other works, except for sound recordings, published before 1926 have expired copyrights and are in the public domain. The applicable date for sound recordings in the United States is before 1923. In addition, works published before 1964 that did not have their copyrights renewed 28 years after first publication year also are in the public domain. Hurdle points out that the great majority of these works, including 93% of the books, were not renewed after 28 years and are in the public domain. Books originally published outside the U.S. by non-Americans are exempt from this renewal requirement, if they are still under copyright in their home country. But if the intended exploitation of the work includes publication, or distribution of derivative work, such as a film based on a book protected by copyright, outside the U.S., the terms of copyright around the world must be considered. If the author has been dead for more than 70 years, the work is in the public domain in most, but not all, countries. In 1998, the length of a copyright in the United States was increased by 20 years under the Copyright Term Extension Act. This legislation was strongly promoted by corporations which had valuable copyrights which otherwise would have expired, and has been the subject of substantial criticism on this point.